doggy style position. It is two, uh, forty-two. Two forty-two. Yes. Mm, your time is. Oh, oh, yeah. It's podcast two forty-two, but it's two fifty-three yes. p.m. Ah, yes, no. Episode two forty-two, p.m. two fifty. Well, now it's two fifty-four. Um, uh, we did this once already today. We did. But we scrapped it for technological and biological reasons. Uh, and now we're back. Three hours later, it's snowing, or it snowed, and I hate the snow. And now my cousin, <laughs> my cousin welcomed me back to Gmail <laughs> when I really meant to tell you that I was on my Gmail account and I was ready to record and I clicked on the wrong name. Uh, I'm telling him that was a uh, uh, typo. <laughs> I was trying to, uh, I am someone else because I had logged in elsewhere. Okay, explanation given. Uh, let's do a quick check in the mailbag. Nobody wrote us. Okay, I didn't even check. Fantastic. I, I didn't check. I'm just assuming. Uh, uh, but let me check the Twitter's mentions. Nope. Nothing. Anyway, uh, we're going to have an abridged episode, even though it's been two and a half weeks since, no, three weeks since we did the last one. Uh, in that time span, we defeated Jamestown. Mm-hmm. In like two hours and no under two hours it was under two hours because the first video is one hour and 11 minutes the second video is 47 minutes so under two hours because we're awesome and al has just played a turn in hero academy against me that's what we've been playing that's one of the things we've been playing very true very what true. else have you been playing i've been all about etrian odyssey um <clears throat> Basically, I've been playing Etrian Odyssey 2 religiously because I'm completely, like, ob- obsessed, I guess, with that game. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's it's I like it a lot. And I should have been playing this, like, way back when, like, when the first game came out. It's, like, you know, one of those right-down-my-alley kind of games. And it was a guy that I know, well, you knew. I used to work with him, and he was playing the first one. He was telling me about it. And I was just kind of not really impressed with the idea of it and everything. What was what was it? What was the main thing that he emphasized? Uh, well, the whole it's a dungeon crawler, but you can make your own map. Ah. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, it's a dungeon crawler, whatever. And then at the same time, he was also playing um, Izuna, which you know is a rogue. Well. Oh yeah, much. I remember that. Yeah, I sold that game back. Um, oh. Hold on a second. Got a cough. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have done that so loud. But um, anyway, uh, I am the 30 levels in each Odyssey 2, and I am currently on the 13th. And I think this is where you stopped. You said, and I think yeah, I know why you stopped. Yeah, somewhere there. But um, there is uh, an enemy on the 13th floor that ambushes you. It only comes out while you're fighting. And I think that might have been the enemy that you were saying, oh, it, it like, owned you. You weren't really supposed to fight it. Um, it Maybe. Uh, Evil uh, Claw or something like that. I forget what it's called. But basically, it's a foe. 
that only comes out in certain areas while you're in the middle of a battle. And if you don't finish the battle that turn, it will enter the battle. I remember that. I do remember that. I don't think that's what I got stuck on. Okay. But I do remember that. God um, damn, do I remember that. Yeah, so I, oh. I... It was funny the first time I saw it, because I was just fighting, and I wasn't paying attention to the map. And then all of a sudden, it's like, an enemy joins the battle, and I said... And you're like, what? Where'd you come from? <laughs> oh, look at that. There's a foe down there. And so then that's how I realized that they ambushed you. But my characters all... Well, I have four characters that are all around the same level. And then the fifth character, I've been constantly swapping around. So the four main characters I have are level 40. I have a Protector. I have a Ronin. I have a Langsnack. And I have a Medic, all at 40. Mm-hmm. And my Ronin is just straight, all-out, kill dudes, one or two hits type of thing. And the Langsnack is kind of similar, all offensive, but um, he's using a different weapon. He's using an axe. So you can get cer- certain enemies that are strong to... Like, for example, like the crabs are strong to... Um, are they giant enemy crabs? Yeah, giant enemy crabs are all strong to um, swords and stuff like that. So the axe is cut right through the shells, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, the protector, of course, I try to have him take all the damage. or Well, he also reduces damage from the other members. Uh, I feel like I can't have a party without... I, I feel like the game is just like that type of game that I, I suppose you can get through the game without a protector, but I feel like I can't get through the game without a protector. Um, I can't remember whether or not I have one. See, the thing for me is like when I see my protector take a hit and it's like 65 damage, and then I see my Ronin take a hit and it's 165 damage, I tend to think, well how else was I supposed to minimize the damage to the rest of my party if everybody's getting hit for 165? Right. Um, and, you know, my Ronin has, like, one step less armor than my Protector does. My Protector, of course, I always give the best armor and a pretty decent sword. But he doesn't really need a sword either. Like, he deals add damage, and it's usually, like, clean-up damage. Also, you know, the Ronin will hit somebody for, like, 265, and then... The protector will hit for 65 and kill him. Uh, my medic is just straight heals, but I am building another medic for combat because you can spec mm-hmm. out medics to do like damage. It's just crazy, but you know it's useful. Uh, and then the fifth character that I have right now is an alchemist because I need the elemental stuff. Early in the game, you didn't really need elemental damage, but now you kind of do. So I chose to have an alchemist as my main elemental damage dealer. But then... Uh, I have other configurations or whatnot, but I'm probably not really going to pursue it much because I've been playing the Etrian Odyssey 4 demo, and Etrian Odyssey 4 does a lot of stuff that I felt was very um, tedious micromanaging in, in Etrian Odyssey 2. For it example, does a lot of that stuff, or it streamlines a lot. It of that streamlines. Stuff? It does away oh, with okay. a lot of the stuff that. Oh, it does away with. I misheard you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, for example. You know how in each Odyssey 2 you have to uh, use skill points to um, to do proficiency in mining, uh, taking, and chopping? I think so, yeah. Uh, that's a very serious micromanagement detail where uh, you either have to decide, is my main party going to have points specced into resource gathering, or are they just 
going to take those points that they're used for gathering and make themselves stronger. I decided to use those points to make my character stronger and then have survivalists that are only used for uh, gathering. But the problem with that is um, my survivalists are low level because I don't play with them. So in order for me to actually use them, I have to either take one and only mine or chop or take or take all three and sacrifice dying. Hold a second. I think I'm missing something here. You're. How do you not play with a certain uh, character? Am I, I could have been playing this all wrong. You can, <laughs> this is what I'm getting. <laughs> you can. Um, or I might create, be forgetting. I could. You I can could create thirty characters. Thirty in your guild. Yeah. Okay, because I clearly didn't do that. <laughs> Oops. Um, in, your, Oops. Your guild is. It has thirty slots. You can create. 30 different characters out of all the different characters in the list mm-hmm. and you can mix and match them in groups of five um and you take them into the dungeon so you know say you you know there, there are going to be situations where you're not going to be able to do physical damage against enemies and you're going to need something like an alchemist or uh a survivalist or something i mean technically if you don't spec into say like you know your lang snack has the ability to do damage of elements but they can only but, do that damage if, if someone else does that type of damage first so for example my last night has um shocker it does volt damage only when that enemy is hit with volt first so i have to have my alchemist or uh i think uh there's i know there's another character. Oh, no i don't even know what other characters deal elemental damage initially oh ronin does um ronin can do one of its um electric damage attacks on an enemy and then on top of that the lance neck will hit automatically that enemy for extra damage and it's very effective especially against an enemy that's weak to that element so you Would hit it with say it's super super effective, effective like pokemon yes um so you'll hit somebody with a really strong elemental attack and then the lance that comes up right after that with an equally or even stronger attack of the same element and you know there's a lot of synergy within the characters which you know of course require you to create different types of groups too because you have um the war magus which is a pretty decent unit on its own like it can attack and it can heal it can uh do really good on the front line or in the back line depending on whether you want it to do just support or if you wanted to attack and do support but then again a lot of its attacks with a sword because it can use a sword or a wand um a lot of its sword attacks the skills are dependent on the enemy being uh hit with a status element uh, sorry a status uh affliction so they go really well with hexers and hexers all they do is they De- you know they de- they debuff enemies, they'll poison, they'll blind, they'll put to sleep, um, and then there's the dark hunters which bind enemies' arms, legs, and head, and that goes hand in hand with another character that does extra damage when a specific part of the body is bound. I think that's um. Trying to remember what character does that. So basically, this game is just an asshole, and I was right to to get discouraged by it. Well, it's not an asshole. It's, <laughs> it is. It's it's so basically, totally it's, is. It's versatile, and you don't have to subscribe to the synergy between two characters. Uh, I or know you can, but and... it is still an asshole for other reasons. <laughs> 
I mean, granted, okay, there are situations in the game where you're put against something that you cannot destroy. But the thing is, the game tells you, you cannot beat this enemy. Do something else. You know, uh-huh, like, for right. example, there are qu- there's a quest where you have to get something. And in order to get the thing, um, you have to bypass an enemy that you can only kill around level 60. And obviously, you can't kill the enemy at level 15, and you can't get past the floor without doing anything. So what you have to do is you have to lure the enemy around and then get the item and leave. But um, that's Ichiro Odyssey 2. But a quick just description of 4 that makes it better than um, 2 is that you don't have to, A, you don't have to worry about resource gathering. It's just a part of the group. So you don't have to, you know, have five points, five of your skill points, your, your, your important skill points that you have to use to be stronger. Wait, 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 clarify that. You don't have to worry about doing it or you don't have to worry about having that skill? There, that skill does not exist anymore. So okay, so so, so you you still have to gather shit, but you don't yeah. have to worry about like oh, do they have the ability to do it? Well, not even. It's just do I want to sacrifice my character strength for the ability to gather resources? Oh, so oh, oh, because oh, those skill you mean, points you mean are going to be used. The type of resource is no longer distinct. It's just you either put your points into something or you put it into resource gathering for everything. No, no. Um, the resource gathering uh, skill point section is now an upgrade, whereas in the Eastern Odyssey 2, you could not gather if you did not put points in one of three sections. And I guess maybe in three, they may have streamlined it to only one section so that you didn't have to worry about 15 separate points. But now, if there's a, every character has a particular type of upgrade. So, for example, like the Fortress, which is the... F- Eastern Odyssey 4 version of a protector. Uh, they have, I think, herbology or myonology or something like that. Yeah, Basically, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it allows you to gather more from that particular type of point. But if you didn't put the point there, you'd still get stuff, which is important because now I don't have to have three characters who are absolutely useless other than to gathering resources. Yeah. And then I got to spend time, which I really don't have, bringing these characters up to these hard levels and then trying to protect them with one or two good characters. Um, of course, the graphics are better. <laughs> this, uh, you know, the, the, the enemies animate, and uh, when you attack, there's special effects that you, know, you necessarily didn't get from the DS. Uh, so there's that, and there's a 3D perspective, which isn't really that deep, but it's pretty good from what I've seen in demo. And you also have the ability to fly a skyship, which is basically like a big blimp, and you fly that skyship around the world, which is, you know, pretty much just like um, walking around a dungeon, except you can see, I think you can see the skyship that you're flying in certain perspectives, depending on whether whether the camera's in front of a wall or just but importantly, in open space. The, more importantly, there's a mode of transport where before there was not. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's not like how in 2 there's like one dungeon and you just keep going up that dungeon. They're yeah. now like separate dungeons, and so it's it's you travel it's, to them. It's the Diablo two to Diablo one, or the Torchlight two to Torchlight one, sort of. In in the set only in the sense that like, and if you look at it, that's that's a good comparison because it's literally, okay, I'm going down the same thing and I'm going deeper and deeper and deeper and I'm just coming back up for air and then going down again and then coming back up for air. Whereas in the sequels, you were actually traveling from location to location. 
Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, and essentially, the skyship portion is a dungeon in and of itself because there are uh, foes running around, but there are no random battles, though. So you, you have, have to, to map watch out that for foes. too? Yes, you do. Oh. Does it auto map? Is it still auto map? Um, yeah, I mean. Because you... did you ever play the first one? No. The you, first was, one, you had to do even... it yourself. Uh, well, in the fourth that... one, now they have an autopilot function where you can actually mark a destination and a path, and when you press autopilot, the character will just go, like, they will go there by themselves. Huh. Which, yeah, it's interesting. I've never used it yet, but I haven't used it yet, I should say. Um, right. But, you know, that's all I've really done in a demo is uh, I went to, like, a dungeon, and there's this big-ass, like, bear or something tearing up one of the dungeons, and I have to get it to tear up a part of the dungeon so I can get to a secret part, you know, because I can't fight the bear. It'll kill me. And you can only get up to level 10 in the demo. And all that progress will transfer on to the main game when you buy it. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then is, there is are a few. Huh? I was going to ask, do you think Nintendo made that a standard practice? Or did did, uh, did they just say, yeah, we're going to do it like this? I'm pretty sure it's just an Atlas thing. I've never seen any other game have a demo and the progress transfers over. You know, Because what right. it's doing is it's just saving all your progress onto the SD card. So when you buy right. the game, it'll just pick that up. Right. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say, as my final thing... Oh, they. it looks like they've also streamlined like a lot of the characters. Um, so there's, of course, your classic lance neck that is, you know, sword and axe and whatnot. And you have your fortress, which is a, a, a better version of the protector, in my opinion, because instead of just, like... I don't know. If you said you never really use a protector, but I can't remember. I honestly can't remember. <clears throat> Protectors have like you know the ability to taunt, like provoke, but it doesn't really work that well. But then they also have the ability to lessen damage for people. Uh, like they had front guard, back guard, and all guard, where you had to get front guard, back okay, guard yeah, first, yeah, yeah. which would only protect I, I think the I, first. I think I started you know, out using one and then realized that I wasn't getting the returns that I wanted to, and mm-hmm. just switched. Or I, again, I don't know. It was a long time ago. And it's all running together for me. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, this is just a certain type of an issue with only being able to protect like one uh, line or the other, and things like that. And you have so, to like, get lucky. Somewhat, a lot of it is based on chance. Yeah. Uh, so now I think you're able to you're able to taunt, but the taunting is a little bit better. Um, you're also able to protect one person early on, whereas in two, in order to protect one person, it took quite a few skill points. And you're actually able to attack with skills earlier on, because in two, there's a, an ability, a strong shield attack, but you can only do that after putting in like 10 points into shields. Um, and of course, you're not going to just put 10 points into shields without getting the other abilities that rely on shields. So... Uh, I just see myself like probably jumping on to four and spending my time with that because I, as much as I really want to play and beat two, um, I feel like it's going to take a lot more time than I want it to. So that's that. And I'm playing Hero Academy because, you know, it actually is pretty fun even though I'm getting my ass beat since I have uh, no characters on the field right now. I I, I just wish it would come out on... Uh... Android, yes, because I mean be. that that is that is clearly made, and, and obviously I'm playing it too because we're playing against each other. Mm-hmm. But clearly that is that type of 
game where it's like where you're supposed to just sit and wait. Like there's no, you know, I I had the wrong impression of it because a friend who told the my, the friend who told me to get into it was like, oh, it's just like Advance Wars, and it's so not. Mm. Like I I see where mechanically he got the comparison, but in terms of the flow, it's a completely like different. It's basically words with friends with like <laughs> swords, which is not swords I, I don't with friends. Say, yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's it it's clearly like if you're not there, then there's there's no way I can play it, right? Yeah. Like if you're not paying attention or not logged in, or if I forget that I have it, which is which which is what would happen sometimes with some of the other mobile games where it was like, oh, did you? Oh yeah, I got this did game. You, well, not even that, but like someone would ask me, "Oh, did you did you try that word that I sent you?" And I'd be like, "What? Oh, crap! I haven't had it turned on in like three weeks." And then you turn it on, and there's like a week's worth of people. And then because it was like a fad, half the because half of these things are a fad, yeah, it's half too of those late because are gone. no one's playing it anymore. Yeah, although that that's not necessarily the case for this. Um, but yeah, it's it's really interesting. I I I I don't think I'll ever be good at this type of game because it's very it's. It's much, it's much more like chess than something like an Advance Wars is. Hmm. Chess with uh, pieces that aren't already there. Right. I, I mean, in the sense that, like, you you basically start out with a blank slate. Yeah, and, and that's kind of annoying to me. Yeah, <laughs> which is you know when when you talk about something like Advance Wars, for example, you've got a map, you've got mm-hmm. goals. And, and and that's not to say that you don't have goals in this either, uh, or you don't have goals in this. But it's it's less like it's just like hey, just do it, and the terrain and the critical path and all that stuff in Advanced Wars is what re- what I really like about that game. And in this one, it's a lot of fun. But I, I just you know I, I I would I would rather have have gotten a something similar to Advanced Wars or Field Commander. As this type of game, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't. I don't really. I, I guess the point is, I don't really have a problem with what it is. I like what it is. It's. It, it's just. It makes me. It makes me wish that we had Advance Wars instead. You know what I mean? In this format, because in order to play Advance Wars online traditionally, you and I have to have a block of time to sit down and just be like, "All right, we're going to kick the shit out of each other," and then turn our DSs off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they, they. They don't. It's not like Words with Friends or whatever, where, where you're your um where your state is saved across multiple play sessions right it's not persistent so and 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 that's that that's what i think would be awesome if they would do that with you know the next iteration of advanced wars should we be so lucky to be blessed with one i mean it took enough for them to get it took enough for them to announce that we were getting a new fire emblem right like they didn't even talk about it um i think there was like a there was a uh, a Nintendo Direct where it ca- where it came out just before the game was like I I don't know no 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 it was it was a trade show it was some sort of event or some sort of trade show maybe it was a Wii U launch where you know Reggie got up there and he was saying all this stuff and this is coming out and that's coming out and that's coming out and this is coming out and then like there was some really small press release leaked not leaked or just but just released to some media and they're like like the whole bunch of media tests are tweeting like. In case nobody knew, which nobody would have because they didn't say anything about it, Fire Emblem's coming out. <laughs> and it was like, you know your, you know how your fans are. Why wouldn't you say that? Why wouldn't you bring it out? Because that's big news for a lot of people. 
True. And I remember, you know, seeing the box art for the Japanese game a long time ago and just thinking, are they going to bring it out here? Are they going to bring it out here? And yet they still refuse to do anything about the Mother series. Like, Yeah, they're not going to do anything about it. I know it, they're not, but, but I, I think my sucks. point is is that they, they, they seem to, like, say that they're, you know, about their fan base, and they know what people want, but they ignore half their fans. And it's like, who does that? Like, A business, and, no. <laughs> well, I, I know that they can, and I know that they can kind of get away with it, but that, that just kind of sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that was a tangent that I think uh, 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 takes away from the Hero Academy conversation. Bottom line is, <laughs> it's cool. Hero yeah. Academy is cool. Um, Even though what it else seems like play? it should be a free-to-play, but then again... It is. Well, it is, but, then but I gifted it to you. I bought the entire package because I didn't want to be bothered with like, oh, pay a dollar for this, pay a dollar... You know what I mean? I oh, like, that's why. I just got the okay. whole thing. I see. So it is a free-to-play. Yeah. Oh, all right. Or freemium or whatever state you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but what else have you been playing? That's, that's it. Odyssey two and four. I mean, I, I beat Liberation Median on uh, normal, but that's not really worth talking about because I talked about it exhaustively before. Oh, by the way, right after uh, we were wondering uh, what happens when a a president is reelected, he did get reinaugurated. And yes. as soon as I turned on the radio. Uh, like during a morning shower or something, and I was listening to the inauguration speech. I was just like, "Now, if only he could get into a giant robot and fly, <laughs> like off into the sunset or something ridiculous, and like destroy that. the Dominion." Oh, but that would be pretty messed up because then it'd have to be an obligatory ass shot of like Barack Obama. I'm like, come oh, on, really? Both no, thank sides. you. No thanks. I mean, even more so because it's a dude. Well, I mean, all we'd see is a hundred percent wool pants. Oh, that'd be great. Still. Yeah. Okay, so he would be actually wearing his suit still. As I opposed would... to Shoko, who's just like in a, you know, a skin tight, you know, Macross suit. Well, it's like Japanese politics. Maybe that's her uniform. No, she wasn't wearing that before she got in the machine. When she got elected, she was like actually wearing regular clothes. And then for the whole oh. rest of the game, she's wearing skin tight body armor. Because, I mean, she's not going to be in the robot flying around, you know, in the doggy style position for however many oh, stages, that's five horrendous. stages. It's I mean it's crazy like they really accentuated that in the uh the cutscenes, and then in the end it's like backshot like really you, did you have to do that I know you're showing the dragon but you're also showing that anyway thanks Goichi. it's sh- it's showing the dragon a euphemism <laughs> it probably is <laughs> <laughs> hey baby I'm showing the dragon. um but uh, that's dirty that um. Is. I guess if nothing else, I've been I, I started up Prinny again, and it made me remember why I stopped. Um, oh wow! Okay. Prinny, I want to be the hero. Um, it's probably the same reason that I gave up on Etrian Odyssey. Um, right now, I'm in this level where it's like I'm jumping from plat- like wooden platform to wooden platform on a river or something like that, mm-hmm. and I can see no way for me to reach this particular platform unless there's some kind of upgrade that I'm supposed to get. No upgrades. That I didn't know about. So then I have no idea how I'm supposed to jump this gap, and I'm just going to turn it off right now. Because I'm a lot further than you are. I'm, I'm like, almost at the end, probably two so stages So how do you cross that gap? Is it, is, it, is it finger gymnastics, or is it like, well, you have to buy something? Do you know how long it's been since I played it? I know I never had to buy anything to be able to... It's, it's really all about skill, because you don't okay. get any upgrades. That's what you are. You, you are what you get. Does that silly little dancing move do anything? 
the one that you like spin around. Yeah, the circle button. You become invincible for uh, a very short while, like while you're spinning. You can use I it did to not pass know that. through things. Yeah. I did not know that. It's 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 like a very small window, but you can pass through enemies while you're doing the spin, and then you let it go and you run. I did not know that. Oh, no yeah, that's in, in, important to learn because uh, like there's a boss that you can pretty much get trapped in the corner, and if you don't know how to do that, you will die. Crap. Well then, um, I, yeah, I, I I have no idea, but uh, so I'm playing that. Uh, well, I should say I played that yesterday. I don't know if I will have been playing that <laughs> in another week or so. Um, Obviously, we're doing the Hero Academy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, gave up on Parasite Eve at the last boss because it became... It didn't become quite a situation as it was with... Um, I don't know if you remember what happened with me for um, Shin Megami Tensei, the, the 3DS one. I'm not going to bother trying to remember what the <laughs> name is. <laughs> what, uh, Devil Survivor? Yes, that's what it is. Uh-huh. Um, but... I, in that instance, the grinding at the end game was so frustrating, and the um, the last boss was so difficult that I said, you know, I've gotten my time out of this. I'm happy with it, and uh, now I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, it's more like the... So here's the sequence. You load up the game. You... Watch some in-game dialogue. You watch a cutscene. You cut back to in-game dialogue. You cut back to another cutscene. You cut back to some more in-game dialogue. Then you start the last battle. And it's... Like, I just didn't want to deal with that crap anymore. <laughs> and I know that's kind of... I know that that may seem kind of unfair. Your turn. I know that may seem kind of unfair. Oh, no. Because when you talk about any of the uh, RPGs that you and I like. Final Fantasy IV, for example. There's no safe point right before Zeromus. You have to go through all that shit. And it's not just cutscenes. You have to fight your way down from that last save point to the last boss. Mm-hmm. So if you get creamed by the last boss, that's an even longer trek. But I guess it's because like there's been so much about Parasite Eve that has been so middling to me where like the Did I talk about did I even talk about this um during during the show with Gideon? Mm, I'm not sure, because the the problem with it for me is that it's clumsy. It's a very do you did you ever play it? Play what? Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve. Yeah, I played it briefly. I I might have gotten I don't know where I've gotten up to, but I did get to a certain point in the game. Yeah, and I just so so playing. so a substantial amount, like at least like a cha- a whole chapter or two. Yeah. Okay, so so I don't know if you remember, but and I'll try to squeeze this within four minutes because I because I I want to get to the news part, um or no I want to get to our joint conversation on ten million, <laughs> but um yeah that happened, it, it's it's very clumsy everything about it feels so clumsy when when you are navigating the menu it feels clumsy sorting your inventory is different from your inventory that's a different menu command why hmm. like so 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 for example. In Final Fantasy games, you go to items. You see all your items. That's it. You can sort it from there. You can manually sort it from there. You can do whatever you want with them. You can use them from there, right? In this one, it's, oh, here's your inventory, and you know some of these things you can use, some of these things you can't, but that's fine. That, that's normal. And then here's an, a whole other button for sorting your inventory. And it's just like, I know that's a, a nitpick, but it's <laughs> indicative of the entire design philosophy of the game. 
if you really look at it carefully. Because when you are moving things from like a stash to your inventory, it's not clear, it's not cut and dried clear exactly what's what like it is in something like Torchlight or something like Resident Evil, right? right. Because they like when you when you're uh, I'm getting too granular, but I'm going to try to do this quickly because it, again, it's indicative of how they designed this and like how how little thought they put into the interface, which goes into how little how clumsy it feels to actually play the thing. Like when you look in your inventory, it's this big rectangle with your items in it, right? Like 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 any other RPG, it's got a list. It's got a list with two columns, right? Mm-hmm. Simple enough. When you move stuff, huh? As I remember, a little bit. When you move stuff between your item box and your inventory, it's another two-column rectangle. But it's like, when I was doing it, I didn't realize that the left column was my inventory and the right column was the stash. I thought I was just saying, okay, choose what you want to move, and then choose where you want to put it. And I was like, okay, well, that's clumsy. But no, so, so like... I, I, it's hard to really verbalize it, but it's just one of those things where, like, in in a genre where it's well-established how you move things back and forth, even when you have the fat chocobo and everything. And it could just be the way they designed the rectangles. It really could just be the way the rectangles look. They're like... They're, they're, uh, it's so clear in every other game that I've played. This is how... This is your destination, and this is your inventory. That when I went to this one, I'm like... Which one's the box? <laughs> and and like doing the the only part of the game that's interesting that well one of the only two parts of the game that's interesting which is which is upgrading your shit, you know oh I'm I'm moving my attachment from this gun to that gun and oh I'm 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 moving my guns upgrades from this gun to that gun. It's so unclear what you can move and what everything means because the way that the menu is designed it just it look like it just it looks like a high school project. <laughs> and and I don't mean that I don't mean that in terms of oh it looks like shit. I mean in terms of it looks so like when you're talking about usability of anything, a website, a a, a product, a game, a menu, whatever, like they're very cert- there's there's a design language that you need to set up so that your your player knows this is what these things mean. And when you don't do that, when you have everything that kind of looks the same, mm-hmm. then you don't it's not clear to you this is what I'm doing in this stupid menu. And that goes kind of back to your point, what you always say about JRPGs, menu, 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 mm-hmm. right? If you are going to spend 90% of your game in a menu, you better make sure that menu looks good and looks like, and looks clear to even the stupidest person. Because, granted, I'm really stupid, but I mean, <laughs> I, know how to, I know how to do a stupid inventory thing in another game. And this one was just like, what are they thinking? And I know that, again, I know that's a really small gripe, but like... It's very clear that the focus was on, oh, let's make pre-rendered backgrounds and let's make these crazy cutscenes. Oh, the the part where you actually manage the game? Eh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> and, eh, but you GameFAQs.com exists. With all really? That, yeah, I don't think it did back then. But, um... You sure? I, I thought it did. It may have been in its infancy. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but Parasite Eve 2 is so much different. Oh my god, I started that, and I'm not going to say that's a good game, but it's much better. <laughs> it's much better than the original. It's much but you know, better. And think... fuck you for killing my archer, by the way. Well, fuck you for killing all of my people. <laughs> <laughs> all of my people are dead. All them people. Um, but I, I wanted to uh, interrupt and yeah. say, is it bad that I want 
uh, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver 2, and Blood Omen 2. I, I already know no. Blood Omen 2 is not that great of a game. But I don't know. They're, they're all $3 right now each. I'm like, I should buy them. And Necronox well, is three bucks too, but nah. Where is my, it three bucks? Oh, GOG. Oh. It, there's a big Square Enix sale. I I need to get on that because the copy that I have, you have to like do all this weird manipulation in order to get to work on Windows XP even. Which game? Uh, Anachronox. Oh, my Anachronox, the, my disc cracked in the middle. Oh! And it worked for a That's while. That's always fun. And I just threw it out because I knew it wasn't going to work again. But I feel like, am I going to play... Naki Nox again. Naki Nox is that what that's you what I used call to call it. it Naki Nox. I used to be all about it, and I got really far. And then uh, I don't know. I well, I'm glad. This game. I'm glad I know about that now because because www.gog.com and and it makes me mad that it's not on Steam because I yeah. would have gotten it on Steam and it's like, but like I I feel like I feel like on good old games they actually say hey. We are going to go into the code and, you know, yeah, and fix, fix it, it up. Because, By like, the there way, are games that don't work on computers nowadays, like Crusader. Because I had to throw oh. away my disc of Crusader, and I just looked at it. It's on sale at GOG, but it's like right. six bucks. I'm not going to buy it unless it's on sale. Right. By the way, I think it's completely awesome that, like, all this old Ion Storm stuff is still alive. Yeah, through, regardless uh, of Regardless of what you think about Daikatana. You know, <laughs> because I'm just thinking about like you know, Iron Storm went out and it tanked and like whatever, but then you know its assets remained with Idos and then Idos got you know bought by Square and mm-hmm. Square is a big enough company to keep that shit alive. But then you go to you know you know God bless him THQ mm-hmm. and people don't know what's going to happen to Darkstiders because while Vigil was picked up by Crytek, I think it was Crytek. Yes, no, not Vigil. They were interested in it. They oh. wait. Did they actually get picked up? I think so. Because that, um, that I'm not sure of. Well, there, there's a headline that says, "How? Oh, here's what happened. Crytek hired the X Vigil team mm. and gave them their own studio, but like nobody bid on. So, so, so Vigil, for all intents and purposes, lives on, right? So the people are half the battle, but mm-hmm. they can't. Yeah, they, they, they can't do Darksiders because Darksiders was not picked up by anybody. That franchise, that intellectual property, was not purchased by anybody. So, unless, uh, until, or unless someone picks that up, it's dead. We're, we're not going to get to Darksiders three. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's what makes me sad. And it's just, it's, it's, I'm just happy that, like, hey, you know, I can go back and get this game, Anachronox, by a defunct company. What's going to happen ten years down the line if, like, if a friend of mine says, hey? You got that Darksiders shit in that Madden voice? You got that Madden? <laughs> and I say, I do, but I can't give it to you because it's digital and no one ho- has the rights to it anymore, so no one can sell it to you. So I don't know what happens in 10 years. Mm. Um, but how do, we get, how do we get on that? We got on that uh, talking about good old <laughs> games. Oh, and we got on that, oh, because because I was talking about something else, and you're like, is it bad that I want? No, Legacy of Kane was a clunky-ass game, but as far as I remember, the adventure was at least interesting. Soul Reaver, uh, I I liked, except for the block-pushing puzzles. Um, I, I, I don't know, I might add this to my cart. Um, I don't know. See, here's the question, though. Do all these games still work? Because I still own the Startopia disc. I still own 
the Soul Reaver and Soul Reaver Two discs. Um, so if if they work, yeah, if if they still work, then you shouldn't buy them. But I don't even own them. <laughs> How long is the sale? The weekend. Three dollars, man. Add to cart doesn't mean checkout, but just add to cart. <laughs> you know, see what happens. You know, just. Yeah, just, just. Here's a very curious thing. I see something that says "works on" and then it has the Windows logo. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that says "works on" and then has like the Mac or Linux logo? I believe there are some that do work on PC and Mac. That like would be Witcher very too. I, 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 and Witcher. I, I'm just thinking about the Linux part because then you know we're sitting here going like, "Oh, Gabe Newell, Linux, blah." I don't think um if he were to work with these guys and say, "Hey, what if we did something cool and you, you know, ported all these things to, I don't know. I I'm 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 thinking out my ass now. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't think there are games uh that's are like GOG games are on Linux. I'm just trying to see if there's let's see. Linux. By the way, there was one point in time where I owned Legacy of Kane Defiance on disc, oh, the, the PS2 version. And I purged that as part of my great, like, I'm never going to play these games purge. <laughs> I didn't even know that that game existed. Yeah. I thought it was just Soul Reaver, Soul it was Reaver like 2, Blood Omen, that, Blood Omen 2. Defiance was like the crossover between Soul Reaver and the, and, and the main series. Well, it's the conclusion. Right, right, right. It is. It, but I'm saying, like, it also crossed over the two. It wasn't just like... Yeah, because you get to play as both of them. Right. That's why initially I got it, and that's why it's in my cart now. What? What? <laughs> what? In my cart? What? Daikatana. Uh, funny, funny joke. Funny it's joke. a joke in and of itself. Yeah, ha ha. Pandemonium, isn't that that old PlayStation game? I believe so. Wait, is that on the Square Enix? Yeah, yeah. I think that was an IDOS published thing, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pandemonium was a PlayStation game. Daikatana, here's the thing. Mm. They clearly know that no one's going to buy Daikatana except as a novelty. Yep. And they put it at six dollars. Yep. Why? Because uh, is it is it them doing a service to us saying, "Yo, stay away"? I think so. <laughs> because I saw oh it God. said six bucks. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Isn't it Check supposed out. to be three? <laughs> you know, I wish I wish Good Old Games had a desktop client because I I like the way. Yeah. I I really do like their um. There's like general like, design. Their presentation, yeah, it's like a it's like a bookshelf, and like I know that's not such a big deal, but it's just it's just like a cute touch, mm-hmm. you know. And it'd be nice to not, it, like I would, I I know their whole thing is like yo, no DRM, you can download this and whatever, mm-hmm. but I would gladly. Oh, it's not on sale. That's why. Oh, well, Daikatana is a regular price. Just, yeah, I I also did a bad thing and I got Street Fighter Cross Tekken on sale. Where? Steam. How much? Uh, seventeen bucks for the retail <clears throat> copy, twenty-three bucks for the retail copy, plus all the, uh, um, all the extras which they ripped people off of by not including it in the first place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was it's like, cheaper than in the store, which is like what nineteen dollars on clearance, well, twenty dollars yeah. on clearance. Yeah, and I, I know I'm never gonna do anything but just be like, just just dive into it and be like, let's see what this is like. Play with a uh, classic Mega Man. Oh, oh, that exists. Yes, it does. That's the, probably the only reason why I would own that game to see classic Mega Man. I forgot that exists. Well, now, yeah, now I am happy that I. Yes, that was a good thing. <laughs> that was a very. I good don't know. Thing. I'm still kind of like 
iffy about buying fighting games on PC because of my history of playing games on PC and I've never played a fighting game on PC that's been good even though yes things have been so much so much different than in 1995 yeah <laughs> and I still want to figure out what that game is that um it was like one of the first 3D games for PC before 3D technology you know on hardware came out I had I, I had that I had that it was what like a was it? Game. oh my god it was like FX fighter that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Let me see. FX Fighter. It was FX Fighter, and it was terrible. No, yes, you know, no. I, I'm being unfair. It, it wasn't. Was. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It was. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, and it was all we had. Yes. On the PC. This was the game. FX Fighter. <laughs> Playing with the bug. Oh man. Um. Yeah. That. Oh, the bug. The like the mantis thing. Yes. Oh man, that was ugly. Man, I gotta look at this on YouTube. So I've been playing that. I'm playing FX Fighter. I, oh, I bet you that's on some like abandonware site somewhere. That would be awesome to just find <laughs> it and like do a quick and dirty of it, a video of it, and just be like, look how terrible this is. Um, but I, yeah, I, honestly, so, I think that the YouTube video is enough for me. Yeah. Wow, man. But I does the YouTube have your wit and candor? No, it doesn't. No. So there you go. Um, oh, I remember playing this with like a Gravis gamepad. Oh man, remember those? Yeah, remember those with the little screw. Well, obviously stick. you remember those because you just you just said Mentioned you remember it. playing them with. Wow. Oh. You know this actually is a is a clone of Virtua Fighter. Yeah, just looking much. at it, it actually is running pretty well. But that's probably because you know, like on new hardware. This was updated. I mean, this was uploaded on July eighth, two thousand and eight. So I wonder oh. if yeah. maybe it was done a couple of years ago. Because I remember when I played this game, it was not this smooth at all. <laughs> oh. It was like, I would say like 20 frames a second like that. Yeah, mine was like 15. This is actually going at like, you know, 40. GTE Interact. Remember that name? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. GTE. They also published Jamit. Oh right, the game on the basketball game on the street, which also featured like a a, a white lady dunking on people in (laughs) spandex. Oh, did they did they do an obligatory ass shot of her? I don't know, but that's not to say that white women can't jump, and that's That's not to say that. that. And that's not to say that they can't play street hoops, but just they the way that they designed her and they forced her into that game (laughs) was so I already said it forced. Wow, I'm looking at this long play of FX Fighter Two, and wow. Anyway, FX Fighter um, so Two yeah. or FX Fighter as well. As well, as well. Oh, okay. So that was Parasite Eve. Um, that that game's not so good. Um, but I, uh, to be serious, so I don't know if you remember anything from the battles of that game, but like you know how it was basically, oh, you have an active time bar that lets you know when you can do commands, but in between commands, you can move around, and you kind of have to because they are going to shoot you. Or bite you, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like some of the spaces that they give you to fight in are so cramped that in it doesn't feel what FX, in FX Fighter. No, in 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 Parasite Eve. Oh, oh, God. oh, yeah. That like it felt like you couldn't really go anywhere, and it, it like you're right. Two is just so much more flexible. Now it comes at the expense of the weapon customization, but you know that's a trade that I would make. Now obviously, like RPG fans are like, man, it's not RPG anymore. It's just like, well, it's just a game now, and you know what? It's a better one for it. Um, 
But yeah, ten million. Where are you again? Nine and a half million. Nine and a half. You're almost there. So for those who don't know, ten million is an iOS slash PC game. Apparently, it's soon coming to Android, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. Um, where it's a match three puzzler, and I think uh, I think I told you about it after the last episode, right? Uh huh. So for those who don't know, you match three, and your little guy does something at the top. <clears throat> While you're matching three, you got a little guy doing that t- that cannibal type of thing, temple run type thing, where he's just endlessly running. Things get in his way: treasure boxes, monsters, walls. You need to match keys to open the treasure boxes and unlock the doors. You need to match star uh, stars. Wow, swords or staves in order to attack your enemy, etc., etc., etc. And you've got a score ticking up as you move. And when you hit ten million, you beat the game. You you be, you, you, you win. You're free. Mm-hmm. Every time you get killed, which is when you get pushed to the left side of the screen, you go back to your little bedroom dungeon. But you can upgrade yourself. You can give yourself. Um, you know, increased attack. You can give yourself um, X percent more point experience points. Uh, you do resource gathering by matching three woods, which sounds really gross, um, <laughs> or stone or whatever. So it's it's basically like it's basically like if you turn Puzzle Quest into a an endless runner game. Wow, look at these CG graphics. Um, a planet just exploded, and I like this better. Because it's it, it gives more of an impulse. It gives you kind of this this feeling of uh, of really racing towards an end. Uh, it it also in, Puzzle Quest just plays like a game, right? It just plays like an RPG with match three. Like you just kind of go back and forth and do your stuff, and that's mm-hmm. it. It's all determined by the jewels that drop down, and it's all determined by like your eyesight. Period. The end. This one, like you could be kind of on a roll. Or you could have a really bad run. And you think to yourself, if only I had done this differently and spotted that quicker. Because you're kind of against, you're not really against the clock, but you kind of are because you're getting, you're not against a literal clock. Let's put it that way, right? Right. And so like when you do a run and you do a really good run, you're like, God, that was really good. If I upgrade my guy and I do it again, I could do even better. Or if you do a bad run, you're like, ah, man. I just missed that one thing. If I only did that better. And that's what makes you want to keep on going. Until it's, you it, fully upgrade it. And uh, yeah. at which point you're like, fuck, if I only played better, I'd been able to beat it. Like when I got nine and a half million and I had yeah. lost. And then I was like, damn it. Yeah. It's it's that meat boy, Prinny even. Uh, I say Prinny just because it was the Prinny's most recent wonderful. thing that I played. Yeah. It's, it's that type of like just one more. Like it's the it's it's the action version of the civilizations. Just one more round, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's what makes it really appealing. And I beat it, and I never want to play it again. I'm done, <laughs> and that's fine. Like I, I think that's perfect. Like it, it's a five dollar game, no, four dollars if you got in Steam sale. It's a four dollar game, five dollar game. You, you you run through it, you're satisfied. That's it. You move on. It, it and I think it was kind of like I wouldn't say it's perfect. But it's it's like the it's like pushmo. It's like the ideal game of its type, where it's it, it like you're just like wow. I'm totally happy with what I had. I have no real complaints, and I don't feel bad that I don't ever want to play it anymore. It's it, it's not for a bad reason. It's just that it satisfied me as much as it could, and it did its job. And like that's the way pushmo was for me. It just encapsulated everything that I wanted out of like a, a, a an eShop title. Um, I will say that it most likely plays infinitely better on a touchscreen. 
That's one of the rare cases that I would say that, that that's the case. Yeah, like, you know, I, one of the main problems that I have with playing the game is, well, it's not a problem with the game. It's more of like a situational type of thing. Um, my mouse is only on like a six-inch wide surface for me yeah, to use. Yeah, so you have to like paw. Right, and I have to like really move my mouse very slowly, and I'm glad that at least my mouse has very high DPI. He's fighting this tiger lady now. And, um, oh. <laughs> um, I'm still watching the FX player. <laughs> so, like, last night, when I, well, yesterday when I was playing, I moved my keyboard over to the side so I could have more real estate with yeah. my mouse. Because keyboards little, are not supported. And I did a little bit better. But it was really, like, it hurts my hand, and then sometimes I move, and I don't move enough, and then it resets when I let go of the button, and I'm like, oh, no, and then... It'll be the point where, oh, your run is complete. Yeah. So it kind of, like, sucks. And I think that if I was able to just use my finger and be like, da-da-da-da-da on the screen, I'd be able to probably be a little bit more successful in, in terms of the mastery puzzle element. But, you know, I, I should be able to finish this game. Um, if I got you'll you'll get it. And, and what, what, po- what buffs do you have turned on? Uh, all the score buffs. Okay. But I think I might wind up. I I, I think I got nine and a half million when I didn't have anything turned on. That's the thing. I know I was I I wanted to do like to see if I could finish it with all the potions on because there's an achievement related to it. Uh huh. But um, I think I did worse with all oh. the things on because I mean, the score ones are the tough ones because one increases the enemy toughness by like thirty percent, another one uh decreases. Uh, something it it basically makes it harder for you to kill the enemies when you get higher score, and then one of them I think takes away like experience or gold or something. Yeah, and then so I it, have the it one gets to a point where you really just need to get all your upgrades. Yeah, and uh, like I have all the upgrades, but it's still oh, okay. more along the lines of I have to um play better, right? And use the score upgrades wisely. Like, and I also have the crit one where you get a higher percent crit but you do less damage but that combined with the monster toughness like I was like damn why is it taking so long to beat these guys oh yeah because I have the toughness on and the regular damage off yeah you know one of the things one of the things that they that, that's there is you get more score but you have to take an extra key to unlock a chest or a door oh yeah yeah and, and then... so what I did was I turned that one on but I also had already upgraded to the point where you could take one less key to open something so that basically was a zero sum and it, it brought me back to what the game was originally which is two keys for treasure chests and one, keys for a, one key for a door mm-hmm. and it was like I can deal with that like th- that is worth the extra score and let me let me sec- let me tan- tangent for a while back to FX fighter every time you beat someone their planet explodes <laughs> And every time their planet explodes, it's the same CG movie of the same planet exploding. Nice. So that's, you know, reusing assets. Um, but I will verify this in a few seconds when he beats this guy. Continue talking what you're saying about 10 million. Oh, that's it? That's it? No more <laughs> no, 10 million? What do you mean? I don't have no, anything I was, to say about oh, it. Oh, no. yeah, same planet. Same planet. I, thought I, I was waiting for the planet. Yeah, no, I, I, I was saying while I was waiting. Ah. Say what else that you've been... Doing with ten million, but that's it. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 I did beat it on like on chance. Like my next highest run was like seven and a half. Mm. 
So, like, I completely got lucky. Like, I was not paying attention to my points at all. I was just like, and it really felt like that the amount of time that I had spent getting to that 10 million was a lot shorter than what I thought it would have been. So either I spaced out for a second and I was just in this, like, match three zen puddle, or I, like, I hit a lot of, like, four and five matches and that just really boosted my score and I didn't realize it, you know. Um, see, fours and fives really do it, like especially while you're running. It just yeah, push but, you and up. you can see it too. The, what, what's great about it is you see the result. Mm-hmm. You see the guy running up to the right side of the screen, and like you can't even see what's coming ahead of you because he's running so fast. Yep, and there's the point where he's all on the right side of the screen, and you don't know what you're hitting, or what if if you're doing attacks and they're ineffective because you're standing in front of a chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, I think I need keys. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Um. D- fuck! You killed my. Oh. oh. Yeah, with okay. someone who can't even kill. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's ten million. Uh, I like it a lot. Or I should say I liked it a lot because I'm never gonna play it again. That that's a good one for my column. Mm. I was gonna I say will... I, I, you're you're certainly not interested in the achievements. No. Yeah. No. Because I see that more as like a, like here's what here's something that you can strive to do. But, like, it's not – I don't know. You know me in achievements. Like, if it's there, I'll do it. But if if, if it doesn't really – like, if, if, if it's, like, far away, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, I got to get, like, 10,000 active reloads. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this this achievement was more like – like, the two, the two achievements that I was uh, referring to are, like, you got to get 10 million on the two lower difficulties other than Hero and Dungeon Master and on Explorer. And it's doable, but it's just a lot more effort. Yeah, I mean, again, it it gave me a goal. I met it, and I'm happy. Um, that's what I'm playing along with some random tangents. I want to talk about news. Um, well, you didn't really talk about Torchlight Two, but I just wanted to ask one question about it. Yes. Do you know how many players it supports? Mm, I can find out. I'll ask the internet. <laughs> um, Torch. I'm gonna guess four, and use that as my my query. Yeah, it looks like four player co-op. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Um, but to briefly sum up something about that, yes, it is much better than one. Uh, the the boss for the first one was ridiculous. Really? Like, like it just it just uh, just so much clicking. <laughs> so much clicking and like just ridiculous like overpowered typical like so if you wanted to get a dictionary definition no sorry illustration of the word grinding in the rpg sense then you would get a picture of the last boss of torchlight or drac or whatever the hell you pronounce his name as because like it 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 doesn't feel like you're fighting him it just feels like you're grinding in the fight in the sense the fight feels like a grind it's like it's weird so yeah, so, and, and I'm repeating myself because we lost connection and I'm redoing this, but for this, for the benefit of you, <laughs> big guy standing there, right, comes after you, sends his little dragon guys after you, his big dragon guys after you, and they're all overpowered, right? So you click on him, and you click mm-hmm. on them, and you kill some of them, but not before you die. And then you know how Torchless go, oh, you can restart here for X gold. Okay. And and yeah, I'm I've, like, I don't think I've died in Torchlight. <laughs> oh. That's because I'm only on like level eight. I've died multiple times. <laughs> I've died twenty four. No, I've, I must have died like two hundred and something. I, anyways, so they they tell you 
you can resurrect at the beginning of this floor, but lose 10% of your gold, mm -hmm. or whatever percent of your gold. Or you can resurrect right on the spot, but you lose a whole shitload of your experience and a whole shitload of your fame. Or you can resurrect in town and you don't lose anything. So I'm like, this is the last guy. I'm never going to play this game ever again after I beat it because I just don't like these types of games that much. So I'm just, uh, I don't need the money, right? I'm just mm. going to resurrect here. So think about that, all right? This big guy with like 9,999,199,000 hit points. And you have like two in comparison. Okay. And you're clicking on him and he kills you or his minions kill you. And you die and you resurrect there. And you walk up to him again and you keep on clicking on him until he kills you. And then you resurrect there again. You walk up to him again. And you keep on clicking on him. And, and you just keep doing this till he dies. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely grinding. Because Grind he's got, down. like... Because if you were to put, like... If you were to graphically represent your hit points versus his hit points, the proper way to do that would be to take a sheet of paper, 8 by 11, all right? Mm -hmm. Draw a circle that fills the entire paper. That's his hit points. Your hit points is you take the pen and you poke a dot in the paper. So <laughs> multiply that. Pen? Multiply that. The barbarian dude, the oh, one that the does like close-up damage. So so multiply that by dying and add an exponent for doing it over again, and you've got grinding. Like it's it's it it. it uh, it's like I put my forehead to like to like literally a grinder, like a meat grinder, and then just like ground my forehead. It it it's really it's bad. Pretty nasty looking. It's really bad. Like maybe I was just under leveled. I really don't care because I'm done with that thing. Mm -hmm. Two is much better, obviously, because it's like you feel like you're actually going places. As again, same problem I had with first Diablo and you know second Diablo didn't really take me, but. I appreciated it that it was like, yeah, we're not just going to send you down the same thing, same hole anymore. Um, anyway, let's break. When we come back, there's some ooh yeah. I, I still can't believe they named it that. Mm -hmm. We're back. Uh, news and stuff. Let me try to find the email that I sent you. Um, my search term will be drizzy because that was in the subject line. Anyway, okay, here we go. Here we go. So, a uh, couple of things happened. Uh, I, I think I think the Ouya thing is pretty interesting given our conversation last episode with Gideon. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's some more Nintendo stuff that's pretty interesting. Uh, what would you like to touch on first? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, let's just quickly glance over this uh, Nintendo stuff. Okay, so there are two things. One, Activision, which, you know, is the biggest publisher in the world. Ah, oh, jerk off, blah, blah, bite me. Mm -hmm. um, I, th they, they came out and they were like, yeah, the whole Wii U launch, not as good as we wanted it to be. No, not too happy. I'm trying to find the actual... Um, the actual quote, yeah, the 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 title 
Oh no, this is an after dawn post. Um, oh, okay. So I I never went to after dawn for like news. I thought they were just a forum <laughs> that was like, here's how you can align your subtitles to your burned DVDs, and here's the codec to use. Um, Wii U sales hit three million worldwide. This isn't enough to satisfy Activision CEO Rob uh, Bobby Kotick, however who said that the publisher is somewhat disappointed with the start that Wii U has had. He made his comments responding to a question during post-earnings finance call on Thursday. The question concerned the sales of Activision Skylander series on the Wii U. Kodak said that with the lower-than-expected sales combined with the target audience of 6- to 11-year-olds for Skylanders, it is, quote, something we're concerned about. Let's go. And I just burped. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what people are expecting. Like I'll be honest, I don't. I don't know if people expect it either. I mean, it definitely was not going to happen like it did in '06, right? And and that that's not to say that you know if if you are a business, if you're Reggie Fizeme and you're going into a conference and you're saying, "Look, I'm I'm selling you on this idea that this thing will do well," and I may I've made you believe that this is going to be a hit, and then you know you buy into it, well, it, it's just as risky as anything else. I get that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I, I know that there's a divide between what what's what we call the mainstream and what we consider ourselves. People who are reading sites like Kotaku and Giant Bomb and Wired and not USA Today for this type of news. But don't you think, like, an, uh, someone like an Activision would be, like, looking at this audience and saying what taking the temperature of like well how much are people actually looking forward to this thing true because i like i I can't give you numbers so i'm not going to say definitively no one was but like it it, i i think it's not i don't think it's outlandish to say that if you just kind of stuck your finger in the wind and 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 you left it there for a few seconds you would come back and say yeah we use not going to be that huge of a hit Period. The end. So when he's like, "Oh, we're, we're disappointed with it," it's like, uh, it's like, well, I mean, not that the sales aren't disappointing, but did you? Were, are you surprised? I guess when someone says they're disappointed with someone, that tells me that it that 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 they expected it, on, something right on some level. They are surprised mm-hmm. by it, and maybe that's my fault for misinterpreting that. So I don't know. I I I didn't expect it to do super well. I thought it would do okay, and I think it has done okay. Um. But then, you know, then you get to this story that you showed me where, like, you know, this guy gets his Wii U, something breaks. I can't remember what you told me, but the, the, the gist is... Well, you the Wii U the, does, it stops working. The Wii U stops working. But he had transferred everything to his, from his old Wii to his Wii U. And as far as the downloadable content. Right. And as far as I know, you can't get it back. Nope. Right? Okay. Um, damn, I thought I could telefrag you. <laughs> um, My goodness. <laughs> I tried that would be really thing, funny if they brought that in. I, I I tell you, I did try that. That was the very first thing I did. I said, "Can I oh, tell okay. to the other side when one top?" I was hoping that you just forgot that mm-hmm. I was there. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's so so he the thing broke. He returned it, which you know, I, I don't know. It's one thing that you would do if your your new console breaks within like this. Well, wait a minute. I guess it's possible. You buy a, a you buy hardware and then you bring it back to the store because it doesn't work within the receipt, you know, return yeah. period. That's possible. I, I, 
but the the other thing is like you're right. You, you're you're right in that perhaps and and when I say you're right, you didn't say this on the actual yeah, podcast. You yet. said this when we were discussing <laughs> it before, but you made a point that he probably should have known better, and 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 that is. That's fair from the standpoint of if he's as big a Nintendo fan as he professes to be, he knows or he should know how that company does its shit. And the fact that the company's online ecosystem so far is still broken and still like it's almost, almost, I'm saying, almost a failure in the respect that it's not a fine-tuned, well piece of equipment that you can be safe with. He should have known that, and he should have been like, hmm, all my shit is on this new box, and it broke. If I return this, Nintendo's not going to know anything about my situation. But he did it anyways. Now, that aside, the resolution of this was what? I'm going to try to make you multitask and try to try to <laughs> play your turn while you tell <laughs> me what the rest of that. I was waiting for, <laughs> to determine whether you were actually asking me or if you were making a statement. No, I was, was going to ask you because I heard you clicking, and I'm like, I'm going to distract him. <laughs> uh, yeah, he contacted uh, Nintendo about it, and they uh, resolved to give him a $200 credit on the eShop. But the problem with that solution is that that $200 on the eShop will not be able to buy back any of his downloadable content that he transferred from the Wii because the two stores are completely different. Right. So and how much did, did they put a dollar worth on the stuff that he lost? Um well he essentially he had four hundred dollars worth of downloadable content that he so transferred sh- from yeah. the Wii. And they don't maximum you can have on eShop is two hundred dollars, no matter what. Um so they gave him the maximum amount of money that he could have on the eShop. Yeah. And he just can't buy the stuff that he had. He has to buy new stuff. And he said, you know, he's still, he still thinks Nintendo's a great company and he will use the money to buy new stuff. And he would just have to rebuy his previous collection. I, I think that's sad. I think like, it's very I, sad. I, I, I think it's sad. I think that they, I know that 200 may be the maximum, but they, you know, no matter which way you slice it, they shortchanged him by 50%. They, they, he, worth $400. I know they could only give him $200, but that being the case, you know what? the only thing that matters to that person is I lost $400 and I only got back two. Any way you slice it. Like they mm-hmm. could have given him a check. They could have, they could have done what I think they should have done and, and sent him a preloaded Wii with that stuff on and said, yo – maybe you don't want a Wii anymore, but here's a Wii with all the old stuff in it because there's no way that we can get it on the new eShop. If you want this, you can take this and try again to import it onto your new Wii U. I know that's clumsy, but hey, we fucked up with our online ecosystem. We have two separate shops, which don't don't join with each other, and it's a mess, and we're sorry, and we want to give you the flexibility, so here's a Wii with all that stuff on it, you know? Or, or I don't know. I I, I mean, it, well, or, or they could have just given him a week. Out of six hundred bucks. <laughs> well, that's their fault for having a really shitty system, like a really shitty ecosystem, and and, and a really stupid way of. And they're not out six hundred bucks because that Wii did not cost them a hundred and thirty dollars to make. <laughs> that original Wii, that the 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 new Wii with no GameCube support. Oh, did not well, cost him $130 to make. Then then they give him a Wii with no GameCube support, and he'll have something else to grab about. <laughs> I, I I guess, yeah. And if he grabs it out that, then he's an asshole. But it, it's... It, 
I don't know. Like, I, I, I totally, I totally buy into the fact that yeah, they make good shit. They make good software. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't sit here and tell you right, and 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 you know this that as enthusiast as we are, as enthusiastic about uh, this medium as we are, like we can't be like, oh, we're never gonna buy a Mario game again or whatever because mm-hmm. we like that stuff and, and it's good. But it's it it's just a really really shitty practice to just be like yo you know we don't know what we're doing online and you know we don't care that we don't know what we're doing because yo we're on top right mm-hmm. now they are on top right and, and 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 what I said before the internet destroyed you was that like <laughs> this happened to them before the, in the N sixty four days they're like yo you know we're gonna do what we do you're just gonna have to follow our lead because we're who we are. And and that's when Square was just like, y- you know what? No, no, we don't have to follow your lead. There's this Sony jerk ass that's in the background who's, you know, who 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 wanted to be taken to the prom. So I'm going to take him. And they did it. And they got knocked off later when they're like, Sony PS3 seven hundred. How much is it? Six hundred dollars. Six hundred dollars. You're going to want to work extra hours for our shit because you're not good enough and we're better than you. And they got knocked off. So it's 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 that. You think that companies are like, oh yeah, you know, we made mistakes before. We're going to learn from them. No, they didn't. They got back up on top, and they're like, oh, we're going to have this weird system, and then, like, we're going to change this guy. Like, uh, I, I, you know, I, I just, I want them to get together because, like, I don't want their, their stuff to go away because I, I feel like they're so proud that if they ever failed miserably, they wouldn't go third party. They'd just disappear. Mm. The, and maybe that's a ridiculous thing to say, and it probably is, but that's that's how ridiculous they are to me in this day and age you know what i mean yeah like it's it, it like it's got me saying ridiculous stuff because i don't know what they're thinking you know and and in the face of that in the face of did you hear about rayman uh legends yes the it's going multi-platform and to satiate the uh wii u owners they are releasing a second demo oh like, great oh. really a second yeah. demo and it's it's not even about that, but it's the fact that Wii U people were going to get it. Yeah. And then because they're delaying it, they're not going to get it anymore because they want to put it out for aging platforms. Which, in addition to what Bobby Kotick just said about the performance, shows that Ubisoft is like, yeah, it's not doing so well for us either. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not saying it's doomsday. It's just, you know, I, I, I guess I feel like every time... Or every other time we have a we have a podcast, like there's something that Nintendo does that makes you think, what the fuck are you guys doing? You know, like what what's going on? And and now here's this news that you know that that we also found about them wanting to create multiple platforms, or I should say, multiple hardware devices that run on the same platform. Does that mean that they're going to make a tablet? Does that mean that they're going to make a phone? Does that mm. mean that they're going to make a Chromebook? Which is actually not correct because Chromebook is its own platform. Does that mean you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. right? So it's my question is: Are you Nintendo? Are you in a position to do that at this point? Like what, it's just weird uh, the idea and the explanation that Satoru Iwata has on that. It's like it, he's kind of speaking indirectly, in my opinion, when he says what we are saying is we would like to integrate software development platforms methods, operating systems, and built-in software as software assets for each platform Mm -hmm. so that we can use them across different machines. This means that if we manage to integrate our platform successfully, we may in fact be able to make more platforms. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, I... I don't really know. And then he says, 
it, this is a supposedly an elaboration, but I don't quite understand this either. At the moment, we only have our current handheld devices and home consoles because if we tried to make more platforms, our development resources would be spread too thinly. The more we can share software across different platforms, the more development resources will be left for something else. So are you trying to say that you want to create the same software development platform that can work for both the home and portable consoles, which would then I would assume require the portable consoles to be as powerful as the home consoles, and then be able to make stuff in between? I mean, in my opinion, I don't see anything other than home console, portable console, and and portable consoles can take up different form factors like tablet, right? And you know, I I don't think Nintendo's going to make a phone, but they could very well make what are they going to make a 3ds, or you know, a successor to 3ds, which would be like a dual screen, whatever, and then make a tablet version of it that runs the same software. But not uh, in double screen. You know, I, I so so from from an overall just kind of high level strategy like whatever type of thing. If 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 they're telling us that they want to get into a space where they're still doing what they do on the software side, they are just creating more avenues for them to do, uh, you know, a tablet. Like we would like we just brought up, like a tablet that plays mobile games that are created by them and by partners, and they're not talking about like you know some kind of crazy pie in the sky thing. I kind of see that. Mm-hmm. I I just, <clears throat> but I do I, I don't know that it's I, I I okay. So I should say I can see why they would think that they'd be good at it. My question is in this marketplace, are you know when. And remember, we talked about this last time with Gideon, and this actually transitions great into our next topic, but, you know, so many more kids are already in the Apple ecosystem. They're already playing with iPads. They're already playing with iPhones. They're starting to get into other tablets, like if if their parents hate Apple. You know, they... The the mindshare, like the brand of Nintendo is still there, but, like... I feel like it already exists on a separate plane. I still think there's a divide between here's a tablet game, here's a tablet market, here's a console market, here's a here's a DS market, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and then there was that survey that came out that 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 polled all kids from like six to eleven. What what are you looking forward to for Christmas? And like almost universally, the answer was iPad. Like, oh goodness! Wii U was like halfway down the list. Mm-hmm. 3DS was a little bit farther up, but. You know, it's like it's like the fact that the iOS device is so far up that list for all these True. kids. <clears throat> like, so are they looking? I, I guess maybe they're saying that because they don't want to be left in the dust. They'd be like, "Yo, we need to get into this tablet market now." If that's what they're planning, if that's what they're planning, you know. And and again, like I said, that's that 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 is probably true. But at the same time, it is also probably really dangerous if they do that and they fail and they've spent all that money on that. You know, wh- where is that going? And to your question about the specificity of, like, what does it mean that they're having the same platform on all the hardware, I – well, let's do this. Let's let's move on to the next topic because I mm-hmm. think that may answer this question that you have about, you know, are is all the hardware supposed to be the same, right? So – Or, well – Or equal powered. I'm sorry. Equally powered. Yeah, and on top of that, like, I, I'm trying to figure out what, what other – devices they're trying to come up with 
Right. Because I'll tell you, like the last time they moved into multiple hardware spaces, that was when the DS was the third pillar. And you know what happened to the GBA? That got squashed. Yep. So you're back down to two. Portable, exactly. home. So, But the next story, and there's one that you found before I did, is that Ouya, Ouya, <laughs> the, the Android console, mine should be shipping in March because I was a Kickstarter backer. Not because I thought it would be good, but because I, 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 I champion new ideas, I guess. I suppose, maybe. Some new ideas I do, some new ideas I don't. Um, they said that they're going to come out with a new one every year. Yep. Is that pretty much it? Are there any other details um, that I should be looking into? Or well, they're following like, really... the mobile model. It's just basically... Uh, the quote is, our strategy is very similar to the mobile strategy. There will be a new Oya every year. There will be an Oya 2 and an Oya 3, she added. Um... And that's pretty much, you know, it says we'll take advantage of faster, better processors, take advantage of prices falling. So if we can get more than 8 gig of flash in our box, we will. So, I, all right, to me, and maybe maybe this is just semantics or whatever, but to me this, this you know, this whole thing about this is a mobile model, like, that's existed, that mobile model has existed for years, and you probably know what I'm about to say. So I'm going to let you guess. Do you know what that's called? Um, uh, wait, wait. You can, you can give me, give me a second for this one. <laughs> um, specifically every year? Or just Maybe not specifically idea? every year, but the general idea. Oh, we're going to come out with something new every X time period, like every every oh, like the, the every X, every X amount of months. No, 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 no not even oh. that, because consoles are like five to six years. I specifically okay, so mean a, an accelerated cycle uh, where we're going to come out with something new every year with the pretense that, like, yeah, it's it's not going to be a big deal. We're going to put on a new one. You can still do everything on it. Um, uh, computers. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know what's wrong with computers? They're hey. non-standard. Yeah, we just we just did like an article on that, and like I, I just had like an internet nerd fight with one of my friends about like you know on Facebook about like why you know PCs aren't really ideal as a gaming platform, and you know I don't believe that, but I know that there are issues that people don't like it for, right? Mm -hmm. Crashes, incompatibilities. Why can't I run this when my other friend can run that? Oh yeah, those things. And and now like. Already, you have one phone, I have the other. You don't play a game on your phone because it doesn't run great on your phone, but I'm like, what are you talking about? It's great. Like, <laughs> people don't like that. Not at all. But I think, I, I, think, I think the idea is just that, like, look, we have an operating system. We have a standard platform. And on that platform, you could do whatever you want. If you choose to make your game the crisis of mobile platform, you will be alienating 80% of people who own mobile devices. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, we're okay with that too. And you know what? That freedom is great, but it becomes really annoying when something's coming out and you're like, well, great. Now I have to spend another $100 today just to play this one thing. And like most, you know, I don't know about you, but most of the PC building that I do has been more out of excitement of tinkering and just looking at stuff. That's just a very personal thing. If it really was about purely just, you know, I am spending my dollars on better performance when I feel that I need it, I, it, the, the amount of time that it takes me to upgrade my PC would almost be the same amount of time as it would take a console to live out its life cycle. Really? I think so. Yeah, I guess. I think so. Like, only, only on the fact that, like, because I would, I would probably do it 
where I would spend more up front. Mm-hmm. So you'd have a stronger system that would to last, last me longer. And, and, and like you know, what I'm I do. Not, yeah, like the, the, like uh, like I said, a lot of it's just like, ooh, this is coming out. Let me see what it looks like. Let me let me like open up the box and like have fun with it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that stuff, and that's a very esoteric thing. You know, that that's not something that's practical. I recognize that. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's 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 something that not a lot of people want to do. And if they're so if their goal is to say, look, we just want to bring, we just want to make money off of Android gaming. Oh, that's fine. You'll probably make a, a few dollars here and there. If your goal is to say, we want to bring this revolution to the living room where your mother, your brother, your father, your cat can play a game on a TV on a box that's no bigger than your computer mouse, right? Because it is fairly small, and you know it's for cheap, and like anybody can make games on it. Well, great, but you know the pro- the the advantage of it is that anybody can make games on it. The, the disadvantage is that anybody can make games on it, and you're not going to guarantee that your game is going to work on everything. So I don't know if they're considering it like this is an Ouya game, and it's just a perk that it happens to work on your mobile phone. Or if they're saying, this is an Android game, and Ouya can play those. You know, you know what I mean? There's a slight mm-hmm. difference there, but it's an important one. Well, mm, I don't know, but apparently, you know, the 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 only concern uh, this is a concern that like they bring about in this article which i feel is like the second concern but it says don't fret nervous game buyer the julie omren uh assured us that all games will be backward compatible going forward when pushed on how this will work she said the games will be tied to you the gamer like steam rather than tying your licenses to the hardware you purchased like wii u which it's right. a nice little backslap at the uh, article yeah. that we just read before. But, okay, so, the yeah, the games are tied to you, but not necessarily are the games backward compatible, especially given that I have games that <clears throat> are tied to me that I can't play on Ice Cream Sandwich because they don't work with Ice Cream Sandwich. Right. So And, and now that's not even backwards compatible. That's forward compatible. How is that possible? Well, right, and that's frustrating. Right, and I think that that's that's what the point is. It's like the game. You sneaky are... bastard! You <laughs> teleported behind me. I left <laughs> the, that open. The game. Why did I leave that open? God damn it! Sorry. For anybody the... who doesn't remember, we are still playing Hero Academy. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, you see, the games are not what's supposed to be backward compatible. The consoles are supposed to be backward compatible. Right. Because obviously games don't come out, you, you don't release the same, like an up, you can release an updated version of the same game, and that's making it, I guess, forward compatible. Because, like, for example, I have Bejeweled, I can't play it because it doesn't work on Ice Cream Sandwich, it only works on Gingerbread. Uh, <clears throat> so, my problem with this is just that I buy Ouya $100. Next year, I'm going to have to buy Ouya 2, and the year after, I'm going to buy Ouya 3, and I'm just going to have all these little boxes sitting in my house unless I somehow find a way to get rid of, because it's just not like a cell phone where I can recycle my cell phone. Yeah. I'll send it back to Sprint, you know, get a couple of dollars credit. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <sighs> I mean... Is it, it it could be and and here's here's where the variable is that since we are not familiar with well I'm not entirely familiar with how the mobile market is 
how mm-hmm. it acts, how its consumers play its games. F- maybe there the the thought process there is that like I have you know I, I got Temple Run on this phone is this shit yay clearly not but I think it is at this point get the new phone I forget about Temple Run forget it I new stuff <laughs> words words with pals too words right? with pals so by the time Ouya two comes around no one cares about the the games from last year whereas us you and me people who play on consoles that last for four or five years, people who play with PC hardware that's supposed to run games for a couple of years, we're always playing old stuff because it's still good. It's still relevant. They're long, most of them, right? They, 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 have, they have a lifespan. Whereas I feel like in the mobile space, perhaps the mentality is that games, these games don't have that long of a lifespan, and that's okay because next year we're going to have a new system. Right, but the games are supposed to be like games. We don't know what they are yet, but they're, they're right. not supposed to be mobile-ish games because it's a you know a console that plugs into a wall, right? And I would so, assume no, you, you're you're absolutely right. No, that that's the other thing. You you are absolutely correct with that. So and and that's another thing that I'm confused by is like, so what are they going to do with that front, right? Yeah, you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that there's a possibility that Ouya games may not be cross compatible with your phone. It, it may it may they may just make games that work on that device because you know it's a tech of three that's been mm-hmm. pushed and it could very well be that the games that are coming out are going to be um like over spec for standard phones that aren't based on something as powerful quote unquote as a quad core tech three Maybe that's why they're so small. What if there's a secret port where you could plug one, you know, you could have like Ouya sex and have like one Ouya plug into the other and make it (laughs) twice as powerful. So then you can always keep up with the times and they are are small enough. I don't Yeah, but I don't think that you're going to Sonic and Knuckles Ouya consoles together. Yeah. It would be awesome. That would be a very nice way of, uh, you know, like, what do you call it? Uh, I just had it when multiple things work together. Computing. Daisy chain. Huh? Daisy chain. No, no, no. Something computing. <laughs> uh, SLI. Uh, crossfire. No, uh, no not, I'm not talking about a, a term. I'm talking about its word. It, it, it's some word computing. Something computing. I can't remember what it is now. No. But when but, multiple things work together to do cool stuff like that. Um, parallel. Parallel computing? Maybe I don't know. Possibly, but yeah, I I, I mean, th- there's that that X XI thirteen uh, XI three company that's making that piston computer for Valve, where it's a, it's a modular computer, mm-hmm. so all the components are built inwards, so it's not on a flat motherboard. It's on like like each each side of this cube is like a mini motherboard, and they plug into each other or something like that, and then the components plug into them. Hmm. Um, and then you can kind of you could be like, if I want a new graphics board, I just pull out this wall and put in a new wall for my cube. Oh yes, 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 the modular yeah. thing. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, I, 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 this following the whole this whole following the mo- mobile model thing, perhaps it's necessary for that market. It just leaves a sour taste in my mouth because mm-hmm. it just leaves all these uncertainties up there about like what the games are going to be, how compatible are they going to be, what's the hardware going to what's the hardware compatibility going to be like. Um, and the physical problem, like you said, am I going to have all these boxes sitting around my house? Or, you know, yeah. How, so, I, how am I going to feel every year buying a new Ouya because the the hot game that I want to get 
only works on the new more powerful console. Yeah, I, I just yeah sure I I'll just be able to play all my older games, but yeah, new games. I just don't like this acceleration of the dev life cycle where it's like. Oh yeah, and then on top of that, if it's coming out every year, and it takes a year to make a really good game, you're just basically, in the, as a de developer's point of view, you're just going to be working on games nonstop. You know, I make yeah. awesome kick-ass game comes out for oh yeah, I gotta immediately start working on awesome kick-ass game part two. Right. So it comes out with the Ouya too. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Mm. I don't have to think about that. And and you know, then that means that they're going to have to make sure that every or, or I, I should say not then that means I should say or they're going to have to make sure or developers are going to have to make sure that all their stuff is scalable. Like mm -hmm. PC games, mm -hmm. and that's where I was going with this originally when I brought PC. PC gamers have to, PC game developers have to make sure their shit is scalable, and that is the advantage of the console is that it is standard. True, and, and then you can make it scalable. And now, okay, you have awesome kick-ass game part two. Also works on Ouya, and it just looks a little less awesome. Right. Yeah. See that that would be really cool because then that 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 takes a the. Um, pressure off of the consumer to have to buy a new console every year and it takes the pressure off of the developer that as soon as a new one comes out that game they're working on is absolutely useless if they were working it on the previous console right which to bring it back to the topic before this is what they would have to do at nintendo mm -hmm. to make sure that their software is cross-platform compatible and and perhaps they're not necessarily saying we want all games to work on all platforms but they're saying, here's a game that you can use the 3DS as a controller for, for your Wii U. This is just an example. I'm not saying they're actually going to do this. I'm not saying that's their end goal, but just, you know, as a starting point. They could say that. And then it is far easier for the developer to say, okay, make these two work together in harmony. Because they're on the same platform. Because they have the same I.O. Because they have the same hooks that you can, you know, link the two to each other. I could see that. Mm-hmm. And then from there they say, okay, we have this third pillar, whatever. Here is a game that you can play on any of our devices that has a touchscreen, which at this point is everything that's most current. Wii U, 3DS, new thing, for example. And then they put out something that says, this is only playable if you have a controller. So, Wii U, 3DS, but not tablet. Again, just making things up. Mm -hmm. Or then they say, here's a game that just runs on Wii U. Period. The end. But it runs on the same platform, so it's easier for things to talk to each other. And perhaps because it's running on the same platform, they can tie the ecosystems together better. Even though we know from from the PSP and the PS3 that you don't need the same platform to tie your ecosystem together. You just have to be competent at what you do. Um, <laughs> but like, it could, it could be something like that. So I just don't know. Like you said, uh, the big question mark is what devices are we talking about? So anyway, my head hurts. <laughs> How are uh, you? I'm 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 kind of oh, alright. I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, well, I don't I don't know where you tackle. got that voice from. What? What voice? It was funny. When I did the stupid fake NPR intro. Oh yeah, I don't know. Don't ask me where I got that voice from. <laughs> it has absolutely nothing to do with NPR. <laughs> we got one more story to tackle. Okay, what is it? Uh Gabe Newell discusses how PCs will take over the living room. His right. master plan. Ha 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 ha. Right. So I, I don't... 
I don't. So I, I don't. I, I really don't see. I think it's hyperbole to okay. say this is how they will. The PC will take over. You know, he made a very interesting comment about how Apple already has inroads to that market and could roll the console guys, and that Apple is his biggest competition, and he's right. Mm-hmm. I don't mean from the standpoint that Apple's devices or even Apple itself as a company is his competition. I mean the philosophy that they follow and the philosophy that its direct competitors are following where you've either got an Apple TV or a Roku, right? Right. And even on, you know, your game consoles, you've got Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I really strongly feel that the biggest deterrent to getting the PC in the living room the hit, the biggest one, it's not the most obvious one. It's not the one that everyone thinks about, but it's the <laughs> biggest one to me is, oh, memory error. Netflix crashed. Black, blue sc- black screen. Blue screen. Because that still happens. I can't tell you the last time I had a computer crash. I can't either. But, but it happened to me in the last X amount of months. Like, I'm not going to lie. It has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't had a computer crash since I got... My well, no, 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 no. The last time I had a computer crash, I know when. When I played Medal of Honor Warfighter for the first time. So what? That was Christmas time when we got those codes. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And that was just basically like the game was running and it just stopped. But that happened. That's, that's delightful. Right. <laughs> but before that, I mean, I don't know. I probably have had a a crash here and there, but. My last like blue screen was a memory error where I had to actually send a memory back to the company because it was a bad chip. Oh yeah, I I, I had that recently. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it it the fact that it happens is just you know. Oh, uh, I uh, you, you asshole! Ooh, you're killing my guys. I think I'm gonna lose this battle. No, um, you're not. But yeah, I mean it's just I think that's the biggest thing that it, and and even Gideon saw it, you know. Last week when we were trying to play Jamestowns, even though for us it wasn't a big deal, like mm-hmm. he saw that and he was just like, "Yeah, this this is a type of stuff that I don't want to deal with," and that's totally fair. Like it, it's just um, even if you can make it easy for someone to say, "Hey, here's a box, and it's gonna run," what if it crashes? Now he's talking about Linux, though. That's the thing. Oh, game so, Yeah. If he's saying that he can put together a box that's not going to crash with the frequency that a regular PC does. Because as far as I know, and please correct me because I'm nowhere near as experienced with Linux as you are. As far as I know, that shit rarely crashes. As far as I know, it, it does rarely crash, yeah. I mean... Rarely, right? Not really. But rarely. rarely. Okay. Um, I mean, I've never experienced a crash on Linux and I've never experienced a crash on Unix. I mean, they crashes occur, but the system is built to handle such them. that it is handled. Yeah, like right. you ever worked on uh or that you have well, you took computer science class in school, right? At least Some, one. Yeah. I remember you not, had to, not extensive ones though. We, oh, you didn't actually have to program anything? I mean, we did. Oh, you're talking about how how you look for that, how you program for that stuff. Well, no, no, I'm talking about just uh, experience in doing right. so, like in college. Error handling. And you make a program that crashes, and it all it does is just bounce you right back to the prompt, says segmentation fault, something like that. Right. 
like you know on if you did that in windows sometimes that could bring windows down with you with it all right okay but um linux tends to be able to handle it and just say oh yeah it's garbage get it out and you just continue using it as if you know nothing went wrong but then you start taking uh you know graphical user interfaces into consideration and who knows I haven't really used like Ubuntu extensively and um I never was a big fan of KDE and GNOME so that's what I think that's where we're going because not not those two things but the the, the GUI part of it because if, if if Newell is talking about putting this in the living room then he has has to put a good UI on there yeah right it, it has because, to be a, a good um graphical UI on that right right so so there, there, so there are two things there, right? From the gaming perspective, yeah, totally, totally sound idea, but what if Linux doesn't get the games? That's the problem. Mm-hmm. On the other front, the, um, the, the, the living room idea of old Joe, Joe Schmo puts something in his living room to do living room stuff with. Is, is he going to be able to deal with the esoteric nature of all that stuff, the crashes or whatever? Again, so it all falls down to the UI. Is he going to be able to make the good UI? And I think he will be because of the big picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it too late? Like with all these other devices already on the fast path to being there and then like what type of brand equity does Valve have in the mainstream space? I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not being super skeptical about this. I'm just saying like if he wants to say take over, yeah, well, you know, in takeover is a very serious term, especially when you think about uh, what he says about Apple being poised to take over the living room, which, I, I don't know, you can take that both ways, too. But, but I think they're much closer to it. Oh, certainly. You know, given that they have um, Apple TV, for one, Airplay, and Google TV so didn't really go. Um, and then you have iPads and that whole dual screen experience with television in general uh you know people really latching on to that whether it be uh you know just like twitter and stuff like that but you know whenever a company does a two screen type of experience for a television show it's primarily going to be focused on iPads or iPhones yeah like and a- android so there's that it's- synergy between the television and your handheld device that you look at while you're watching TV anyway. Now, if he's saying that he thinks his box may take over the living room, that's still hyperbole, but I can see that mm. happening. Saying PCs in a, broad, uh, in a broad term, we tried that. It was called Media Center, and that went nowhere. Yeah, absolutely, positively. And, and, and if, if, if he's saying that he's going to lead this revolution, then God bless him. Then he's better. Then, then he's got to fight with Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Not just Apple. Which, which, you know, in him going to Linux, he's already fighting Microsoft. Right. He's already fighting that battle. So who who knows? I mean, it would be nice. If that happens, it would be great. For me, for you, it would be great. Because mm-hmm. then we would be just like, great. Now we have an easier way to get the stuff that we know is better into that living room. But for the time being, I don't know about this whole takeover this. I don't want to takeover stuff. <laughs> it would be nice. I just don't know about it. But, but if it does happen, then I can throw away my consoles. Except for the Nintendo ones. No, I can't. Because of Sony first party stuff. Shit. Yep. Back to score one. Well, I guess I could throw away my Xbox. Xbox is becoming so much less appealing to me in the last two years. Hmm. It's it's good. It's it. 
it's really funny because we started off and I was we were both like eh, Xbox, and then I was like <laughs> I got an Xbox for NBA Two K yep. Five, and I was like you know what they're actually kind of competent. It, it's all right, and you were still like meh. Yep. And then three sixty came around. We we're both like all right, they, they, they're not totally stupid. They've got something going on here, and then it became the market leader for quote unquote hardcore, and they were like yeah okay. I guess Xbox Live is pretty cool. And then Steam came along, and it's like, now I don't need this thing anymore. Now it's back to being what it was when it first came out. A box that lets people who don't like computers play the games that you and I like. <laughs> that we don't need. Very true. Anymore. Because of the fact that you and I and people like us are able to deal with the occasional hiccups and farts that, you know, such as what we saw with Jamestown, but we still fixed it within a matter of 15 minutes. Yeah, and didn't get the game we're, back on. Right. We're, we're willing to deal with that. And that's why for you and me, or at least that's why for me I find that the Xbox as a platform is becoming far less appealing. Not worse. That's different. Not worse, but just less appealing to me. Because everything that I want to play on this thing is more and more appearing back on the PC, whereas most of the stuff that I want to play on the PS3 and the Wii U and the Wii are not, and never will, unless they fail. True. So that's kind of like, hmm, where do I go from here? Do I do I need another Xbox? Who knows? So I don't know. I, I just find it pretty interesting that like we, we flip-flop flipped on it, or I flip-flop flipped on yeah, it. Yeah, because the only reason why I want a P- uh, an Xbox at this point um, is because... A lot oh, of let's the, see what the fuck you did to my guys. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of the games that come out for both PS3 and Xbox tend to oh, shit. play better on Xbox. Oh, that was really mean. It was, What right? is that dragon thing? That's my... What the hell is that? Remember you have that 3x3 three three bomb thing? Oh. That's mine. I should have saved it. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> Um, it I, you wouldn't line up your units so that it would have maximum effectiveness. That's the only bad thing. Oh, thank God! It's four units in a row. Ugh, jerk. Anyway, so that's all I've got in the tank. My my eyes are hurting. My ears are hurting. Yeah. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. <laughs> um. All right. So, mail the mailbag. Please. No one's mailing the mailbag, but mail it anyways. Yeah. Um. We will answer your question, and we will like it. I'm going to kill some random uh He's going to try. Yours. Bonk. Oh, I, great. I just... <laughs> fuck. This is going to be impossible. I can't do this while talking to you. All right. <laughs> so, for Al... Yeah, you hear that? You hear that? Yes. Hi, Isaiah. Yeah. Hello. All of that. Hello. For Al. For oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. All of us. I've been the other host, Austin, and we're gone! Flying around, you know, in the doggy style position. Ooh, yeah. Backshot. Showing the dragon. Ooh, yeah.